The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Back everybody to another edition of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Monday, May 6th edition. We got nine games slate on tap. Everybody had a great weekend. Lots of great stuff going on. Kentucky Derby was interesting to say the least. Lots and lots of offense around baseball. You got the playoffs in NBA and NBA and NHL kicking off or keeping going, I should say. So much going on. You had Game of Thrones, episode four last night, Cinco de Mayo, all kinds of stuff going on this weekend. So everybody had a great, great time. We got a nine-game slate to break it on down for you tonight. Uh, if you're looking for help with your MLB DFS info and you want to pay a few shekels for it, go check out thequantedge.com. They have a lot of great written content. I help write over there uh, five to seven times a week on the batter breakdown. But we have many other articles weekly over there and daily over there on thequantedge.com. And more importantly, what you're paying for over there are all the tools. The lineup optimizer, the injury tool, the weather tool, the bullpen tool just dropped, which keeps uh, track of who might be available, who's not available, how often they've been used of late, good stuff like that to kind of give you an idea. When you're stacking, you're not stacking just against pitchers, you're stacking against the whole team. So you can check that out. The Vegas tool is outstanding as well. The uh, X-Stats tool, they keep adding to it. So more and more go on and over there, plus the member Discord that comes with your package. So if you want to check out the MLB season package for $124.99, Promo code Bubba. If you just want to do the uh, first month, all sports, you get the NBA playoffs plus MLB, $19.99. If you want a five-day trial for $5.99, all with promo code Bubba. So go check it out, thequantedge.com, promo code Bubba. If you get a rating and review on iTunes, I'd much, much appreciate it as it takes a couple seconds out of your day. It helps me out tremendously. So if you can head over there to iTunes and get a rating and review, I'd much, much appreciate it. Now to your nine-game slate tonight, breaking it down, your totals. Red Sox at Orioles, 9.5. Twins at Blue Jays, 8.5. D-backs, Rays, 7.5. Nats, Brewers, 7.5. Marlins, Cubs, waiting on that one. Typical Wrigley weather. Uh, Phillies, Cardinals, 8.5. Royals, Astros, 7.5. Braves, Dodgers, 7.5. Mets, Padres, 6.5. So there's actually a lot of really good pitching on this slate. Still bats to attack. We have four games of 8.5 or higher. uh, Or three games of 8.5 or higher. And then the rest are 7.5 or below, plus waiting on Wrigley. Speaking of Wrigley, that's our main weather concern tonight. Wind blowing in from left field about 10 miles an hour. But there's about 30% chances of rain. It looks like it gets a little worse as the night goes on. But it could be scattered. It could clear up. Keep an eye on that 
We still have a long ways to go before we get into all of that tasty goodness. Let's get into the pitching on this nine game. Where we got three guys over 10Ks. We have seven guys at 9K or above. That's telling you a lot about what we have to look forward to tonight. And your three guys over, over 10K, Garrett Cole, Jacob DeGrom, Max Scherzer. This is aces gonna ace night, boys and girls. Yeah, Garrett Cole at 10-7 at home against the Kansas City Royals. A Royals team striking out at 22% of the time. Cole is a minus 270 home favorite in this matchup. 35% K rate, uh, 36.5% ground ball rate. He's been absolutely outstanding this season. Kansas City lowest team total at 2.4. Lefties 239. Righties 303 versus Garrett Cole. I love the Cole train tonight at 10-7. I think he is a phenomenal Phenomenal play up top. He's my favorite player at 10K and above. Jacob DeGrom at 10-2 at the San Diego Padres. Outstanding environment to pitch in. Made his return to the bump. Uh, two starts ago against Milwaukee. Scuffled a little bit, but his last time out against Cincinnati. Seven shutout innings, six Ks. Uh, he's been lights out. 24 DraftKings points in that outing. And you get a San Diego team coming out of Coors. Or, no, they played the Dodgers. Never mind. I forgot. Hunter Renfro hit a grand slam off of Kimley Jansen yesterday. Made my day. The bat drop. Outstanding. But uh, San Diego, 27% K rate versus right-handed pitchers. Uh, DeGrom near 33% K rate, 45% ground ball rate. He's been very, very good. Not as liked out as we like DeGrom to be, but still very, very good. And you got a San Diego team with a 3.15 team total. Lefties, 253. Righties, 232. So DeGrom is in a great spot. A little more strikeout upside for DeGrom than Cole, but Cole probably has the better overall matchup. Uh, both great plays. I got Cole 1, DeGrom 2, both phenomenal looks. Max Scherzer is always in play. I respect the hell out of Milwaukee and that ballpark. I won't be going there for the fact that I got two guys at, at uh, in the 10K range that I like for 25 to 30 plus point upside. And you got Scherzer, 19.8, 29.4, 11.4, 21, 18, 22. He's only hit 30 once. Give him 29, 29 twice this season. He's Mad Max. He can do a lot. Milwaukee, you know, maybe they have an off night. But I'm going to take my, my, my darts elsewhere if I'm paying up. I'm going Cole. I'm going to Grom. In the 10K and above. When we talk about the 9K range, we got Blake Snell, 9700 bucks. This is a discount. This is this guy's usually the high, one of the highest priced guys on the slate. He's coming off back to back rocky starts at Kansas City, gave up seven earned in three innings pitched, and then at home against Kansas City, gave up two earned in three and a third. He's had back to back bad starts against the Royals. Other than that, 30.3, 33.944. That's pretty pretty good. Uh, he's not a lockdown. Play by any means. You got a red hot Arizona team coming in from Coors Field, but they strike out over 23% of the time versus lefties. Snell, 32% K rate, 45% ground ball rate, and the D backs have the second lowest team total on the slate around three. Lefties, 252, righties, 279. Now, the D backs, like I said, their offense has been stinky good. A 367 Wobin, a 228 ISO versus left handed pitching. So they're, they're no joke. Like Arizona could be a sneaky, sneaky GPP team. But I respect the hell out of uh, Blake Snell, especially at home. At $9,700, you're getting a discount against this D-backs team that you can rack up the strikeouts on. So I like him quite a bit up here in this 9K range. Chris Paddock, $9,200. He has been everything you could dream of and more. Three straight six innings or more outings. It's been the bugaboo. Still not going over 90 pitches, though. So that's always my concern with him is he's a great GPP play. Phenomenal matchup against the New York Mets. Really great matchup. 24% K rate for the Mets versus right-handed pitching. Paddock near 29% K rate. Doesn't walk anybody. 39% ground ball rate. Uh, you look at the Mets, 3-3-5 team total. Everything points in a great way for Paddock. You just have to remember, 
If he's not efficient, which he's been very efficient of late, he's not going to go deep into games. And like, I think last start was one of his. Was it last start? I got it right here. Um, he went six. It was six innings, seven innings, six innings. So that, that's all I'm saying is, and the the start he went seven innings is because he threw a one hit shutout with one walk and nine Ks. The rest of the time it's been five Ks or more in three of his last four starts, including then the nine K or so five or more in four straight, I should say. Um, it's just a matter of can he be super efficient? If he's super efficient, he's great. That 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 seventy nine at thirty six points. Other than that, twenty point five, fifteen one, seventeen six, thirteen three, twenty one five. His overall outcome is great for fantasy. It's just not there unless they let him go more. He literally has not thrown over eighty nine pitches in a game, and that's frustrating as all hell. And that's why he's a GPP play. Yes, phenomenal matchup. But me personally. I'd rather get up to Blake Snell or the guys above or there's some guys below I'd, I'd probably go to. So it's kind of a, a pick-your-poison thing. Solid, solid play. Should be lower-owned. But uh, not he's in play for me, but not one of my top plays. And then lastly in this 9K range, Cole Hamels. If this game plays, Cole Hamels is a phenomenal play. He faced Miami three starts ago, seven shutout innings with eight Ks, 34 DraftKings points. He has uh, six or more Ks in four straight starts, pitching really Really well this year. And it's a Marlins offense we know we can pick on. It's definitely a team you can take advantage of. Striking out over 27% of the time versus left-handed pitching. Cole Hamill's minus 250 home favorite. His own 23.5% K rate, 47% ground ball rate. So lots to like there when looking at Cole Hamill's. Um, lefties do hit 318. Righties 344 off Hamill's. But you got a Miami team with a 266 Woba, Woba and a .099 ISO. Very, very bad. Very bad stuff. So, when you're looking at uh, Cole Hamels at 9K, it's outstanding. That's like, he'd be a guy I'd take over Paddock. Obviously, weather permitting. So, in the 9K range, I got Snell 1, Hamels 2, Paddock 3. Now, it gets ugly. It gets really ugly. You could go Vinny V if you wanted 88. Probably not happening. Marcus Stroman at 8,000 is one I'd look at at home against uh, Milwaukee. He's been very, very good this year. Averaging 20.4 points per game at home. 0.76 ERA. With with Stroman, it's just about, you know, he got, he got beat up at the Angels his last time out. But prior to that, 28, 27, 2, 15, 12, and 26. He's been very, very good this year. 2-2-0 ERA coming into this one. And uh, he's got a, uh, the twin strikeout just a little less than 20% of the time. First right-handed pitching. Stroman, not a huge K rate, 19%, uh, 60% ground ball rate. So a lot of... A lot of things to wonder about there with Stroman, but at 8K, he is in play on a slate where there's really nothing in the middle to get you. Minnesota is scary, though, a 4.16 team total. Lefty's 349, righty's 298 versus Stroman. And the Twins, you know, 342 Woba and a 236 ISO versus right-handed pitching. they got a ton of pop in that lineup. So some of those bats are sneaky good. That is a great ballpark to hit in. But there's really nothing in this mid-range. If I'm playing someone in the mid-range, it's Marcus Stroman at 8,000. Now we drop down a couple more to look at here. Martin Perez, 6,600 at home or at Toronto against the Blue Jays. Perez has been outstanding. I've been Team Perez all year. He has 16 or more in his, in three of his last four starts. He had a hiccup at Baltimore. That'll happen in those other three starts. Eight shutout against Houston. Six innings, one earned home versus Baltimore. Six innings, one earned home versus um, Toronto. He's getting you know strikeouts at here and there. Big, big upside arm at 6600 bucks here with Martin Perez. Toronto strikes out 28% of the time versus left-handed pitching. Perez, 48% ground ball rate. He's changed his velocity. He's using a cutter a lot more this year. 
Lots to like there with Martin Perez. Lefty's 282, righty's 387, but a Toronto team with a 282 Woba and a 104 ISO versus left-handed pitching. So Martin Perez definitely in play at 6,600 tonight. And the last guy I'll mention is Josh Smith of the Boston Red Sox at Baltimore for $4,000. It is extremely risky. He's 4K. He's pitched one time out of the bullpen for Boston, uh, 16 pitches. He made three starts for Pawtucket this year, going 16 and two-thirds overall, so a little over five innings per start on average. 23 Ks in 16 and two-thirds, so I like that quite a bit. He had a 3.780 ERA, gave seven earned in 16 and two-thirds innings. So it's a little hit and miss there, and Baltimore can be sneaky good when it comes to uh, hitting with power, as we know. Uh, they also do strike out a ton. 22% K rate versus right-handed pitching. Uh, me, we we got to see what Smith has. Very, very small sample in the bigs. We don't know how deep he's going to go either. Currently, Baltimore is a 4.75 team total. It's like fourth highest on the slate. But, you know, 300 Woba, 156 ISO is nothing to be too scared about. If Smith can give you, say, three solid innings with like 4Ks for $4,000, you're in the bacon. And if you, if you want to mix up Smith with one of those big guns up top like a Cole or a DeGrom or even a Scherzer or a Schnell, you mix them with Smith, you can still get all the bats. So I, I, I'm curious to see what his ownership will be. I think Smith is definitely in play at $4,000. So recapping your bottom guys at Smith 1, Perez 2. Overall, Garrett Cole up top, DeGrom number 2 in the 9K range. Snell, Hamels, Paddock. Marcus Stroman is by himself in the mid-tier. And then down below, Smith and Martin Perez. So lots and lots to like on those ones. Let's get to the bats on this nine-game slate catcher's position. Wilson Contreras is white hot. Only Gary Sanchez is hotter than him right now. But Contreras is hitting 311 unlike Sanchez. 23 more points last night. 23 or more in two of his last four. He has 10 or more in four of his last six. He's been outstanding. Going up against Sandy Alcantara. Definitely a target you can use if you like to pay up at the catcher's position. Otherwise, you're going to have like $4,200. Christian Vasquez of the Boston Red Sox. Going up against John Means. Means has been sneaky good from time to time, but also very hittable. So you can look at a guy like Vasquez at 42. Or you slide on down. You can, Any Milwaukee player is in play in a GPP versus Scherzer. Because Scherzer will give up a home run or two pretty much every start. So you have guys like Asmani Grandal at 39. You probably want to take those gambles elsewhere with the Milwaukee lineup. But Grandal's having a great season at 3900 bucks. I don't hate it at all. Brian McCann, 3,700 versus Walker Bueller. McCann's been swinging it much, much better of late. Averaging 9.6 in his last 10, 20 and 18 in his last two. And you got Walker Bueller, who is getting better, I should say, from start to start, but still not great by any means. Um, So keep an eye on the Braves out there in L.A. But uh, Brian McCann at 37 could be a decent savings. Mike Zunino, 36, always GPP relevant versus uh, Merrill Kelly. Uh, Zanino went deep over the weekend. Yet again, Tampa Bay's team, 4-5-1 team total. Uh, lots to like there against Merrill Kelly. That Tampa Bay offense has been sneaky, sneaky good. And they got rained out yesterday, so an extra day off for the Rays. Uh, Jorge Alfaro versus Cole Hamels. If you aren't using Cole Hamels, we talked about the the splits on, on Coley Boy. Uh, lefties, where the heck did I see that? Oh, yeah, it's right here. Lefties, 318. three forty four off Hamels. So Jorge Alfaro... Sneaky at 3600 bucks if that game plays. The last guy I'm going to mention here, because the rest will be lineup decisions based on punts, is Jason Castro of the Twins. If he gets to start at 3500 then you know he's GPP relevant. 0-27, when he gets it done, he gets it done well. He's been swinging a really good bat of late. 
going up there against Marcus Stroman. Lefty's 349, righty's 298 versus Stroh. So Jason Castro at 35 could be another catcher for you to target. Heading over to first base, belly bombs. He's day-to-day. If he's in the lineup at 57, great play versus Gossman. The Dodgers are definitely on the radar tonight. Lefty's 324, righty's 354 versus Gossman. We always know about his reverse splits, but lefty's going to hit him just fine. And Bellinger, he's hitting everybody just fine right now. So don't sleep on that. Um, You got the likes of... uh, Oh, Jesus. What did I do? There we go. Nope, that's not it. Don't hit buttons, kids. It'll screw you all up. Um, You got... uh, Give me one second here. All right, sorry about that. Hit a button I didn't even know existed on the DraftKings page. Uh, After Bellinger, you got Hoskins at 53. He's always GPP relevant, but I go to Anthony Rizzo at 5,200 bucks, weather permitting, permitting, averaging 13 in his last 10 uh, nine last night, a zero, then a 26, 16, 28, 7, 30. He's been on a home run barrage. He's heating up like crazy. And he gets Sandy Alcantara, who we know we can pick on with lefties. Lefties hitting 312, righties 310. But it's been rocky for Alcantara of late. So Anthony Rizzo, white hot. I don't mind him at all at 52. Make sure the game's playing. If you don't like Josh Smith and the um, Boston bullpen, Trey Mancini at 49 is interesting. But after Rizzo, I go down to Freddie Freeman, another guy that's just outstandingly on fire right now. Three homers in his last 10 games. Going up against Walker Buehler, very contrarian look there. Not a must play, but a very intriguing play at that price point. Yeah, guys like Paul Goldschmidt versus Vinny V at 43. Goldschmidt very often on this season. Lefty's 322, righty's 271 versus Vinny V. But when Vinny V's off, he's given up the long ball in bunches. So if you think it's a bad night for Vinny V and you want to stack some St. Louis Cardinals, which could be very intriguing this evening, Goldschmidt at 43 on the radar. See, Vinny V is either going to strike everybody out or you're going to see what you got last time and it'll get ugly. So GPP type stuff there. Uh, farther down you look, though, like G-Man Choi, interesting versus Merrill Kelly at $4,000. Definitely an intriguing play. Not a must play. Matt Carpenter, first base, third base, eligible at 3800 versus Vinny V. Uh, Carp's been really, really bad of late. Uh, but he had a decent weekend, 8-20 and 20 against the Cubs. But overall, been really struggling at the dish. Hopefully that's, that kind of got him going because he's been super cheap of late. He's always kind of on that cash game slash GPP radar just by price point alone and the upside you get with the Matt Carpenter type. So you can keep an eye on him. Tonight at 38 could give you nice salary relief at first or third base. Don't hate that at all. I got Yuli Gurriel, $3,700, first base, third base. Had a big weekend in Mexico, 6-26. and 26, But overall in the season's been rather disappointing. It doesn't get Jacob Junis tonight. Houston, if that roof's open in Houston, the wind's blowing out to the left pretty good. But I don't know if they'll open it. The lefty's 332, righty's 328 versus Junis. Houston is the highest team total on the slate, so keep him in mind. A few others. Nate Lowe of Tampa Bay, 3600 versus Melrose Kelly is another one you can look at. And then that should pretty much do it unless something really stands out in the lineups. Second base, if you're fading Blake Snell, Cattell Marte is a great play. Him in a switch hitting plus... He's got the platoon advantage, like I said, because he's a switch hitter. So when, if, when Snell leaves, the bullpen won't stop him either. Uh, Tampa Bay. Do, 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 where'd you go? Four, or no, I want uh, Arizona. Arizona. Lefty's 252. Righty's 279 off Blake Snell. So righties, if you're going to attack him, it's with righties. So Patel Marte, GPP only, but very intriguing. Ozzie Albies at 49 versus Walker Bueller. Albies, big grand slam over the weekend, so keep an eye on him. But Brandon L- Lau. Brandon Lau at 4800 bucks against Merrill Kelly. Nice higher in play. Howie Kendrick as well. We like lefties versus Chassin. 
But Kendrick's been getting a lot of playing time, 4700 bucks. Uh, more cash game than GPP probably, but an interesting play there versus Chassin. A play I like quite a bit if you're not using Smith. Johnny VR, second base shortstop eligible at 4600 Lots of upside with the bat like VR, 9-3, in his last four. We've been using him a lot this year. When he gets going, he has big games. And, and big-time upside there versus Smith at 46 I'm probably going to use a lot of Smith just for the price relief. But if you're not, I think VR and even a lot of the Baltimore bats will be nice leverage plays tonight. A, a price tag that doesn't make sense to me is Jose Altuve at $4,400. Um, he's like 10th down on the list, 13 points in back-to-back games. Going up against Jacob Junis. 4400 very, very cheap. I mentioned with the Yosemite know, Grandal, Milwaukee, kind of pick your poisons. Mike Moustakis is one of those poisons. He's 4300 bucks versus Mad Max. Those are the kind of guys you look to target in GPPs. Uh, farther down you look, if you are fading Gossman, if you put a little Dodger action together, uh, Kiki, Kiki Hernandez, 4200 bucks second base outfield with Gossman's reverse splits. Kiki can be very intriguing. Uh, if you're not using Martin Perez, Brandon Drury, second base, third base option is 38 Hundred bucks, um, zero, eight, and seven in his last three is zero. Then a 14, 21, 15, 16. Swinging a pretty good stick once uh, the Vladito got the call. Brandon Jury's bat heated up. Second base, third base eligible at 3,800 bucks. So keep an eye on him. Then, other than that, uh, Robinson Cano at 35, a lot of value in that one. And then not much else down there at second base. Third base, you got Brangman at 5K. That makes a lot more sense, unlike Altuve's pricing. Bregman won a huge weekend, huge weekend in, in Mexico. So Bregs at 5K is great. Michael Chavis, welcome to the big time, kids. Up to 4900 bucks. Third pri- highest priced guy, second highest priced active guy. He's getting it in, and he's a great play against Means tonight. Eduardo Escobar, similar to Cattell Marte, switch hitter that's been swinging it really well versus Blake Snell at 47. Arizona could be, just because their bats have been so good this year, and Blake Snell's had a couple rocky starts from time to time. Arizona is sneaky, sneaky GPP relevant tonight. Like, no ownership at all. And they're priced up like they're facing a not-so-good pitcher. So it's really interesting when breaking that down. But after Escobar, you guys like Chris Bryant. He's heating up as well. You look at the stat cast metrics, starting to hit the ball a lot harder of late. Uh, 27, 9, and 11 over the weekend versus St. Louis. Someone to keep in mind if that game plays there in Chicago. Uh, Yandy Diaz versus Merrill Kelly, always interesting to see him. we got Moustakis again at 43. Max Muncy, first base, third base eligible at 43 versus um, Gossman. He had 22 and 20 in his last two. Had that massive home run on Saturday night. That was something special. So Muncy at 43, someone to take a look at as well. Uh, going down farther, I've been using Machado a lot lately. I kind of respect the ground, but if you want to get weird, third base shortstop for Machado is only 4200 bucks. Does still have some upside. Uh, Vincent Brandon Drury at 38, Matt Carpenter at 38, a couple more cheap options for you down there. Yuri Guriel at 37, I'd probably go to um, the others above him. And you got Kelvin Gutierrez, he got the call lately to play for Kansas City, and he's gotten it done since his call up on the 27th, 9-8-5-2, but then 21 on, the, on May 1st, 0-10-25-5. He's playing really, really well at 3600 bucks. But it is Garrett Cole. So be careful there. But someone to keep in mind as the weeks go on. Shortstop position. I Oh, I got That makes more sense. Whew. Javi Baez at $5,900. Not even in Coors Field, folks. He's almost 6 I love Javi. If you can make it work, do it because no one's paying that price. 
And it's hard for me to pay that price. When I go $1,000 cheaper to Paul DeDong, DeYoung versus uh, Vinny V. I love DeJong on this uh, play for paying up at 4900 Again, when you're looking at St. Louis, uh, lefty's 322, righty's 271. But DeYoung, the reverse splits guy himself, I really like him at 4900 Bogart's at 48, outstanding. Escobar, we talked about him at 47. Yeah, Carlos Correa at 47. That list alone makes it so hard to pay for Javi Baez. But Baez has been a beast, and he's in a phenomenal matchup. So if you can do it, I get it. Just so hard to pay for him. When you have that list, you go down even farther. Johnny Villar at 46 is worth a look. Jorge Polanco's quieted down a little bit, but facing Stroman. Lefties are Stroman in that very hitter-friendly ballpark at 4,400. Don't hate that at all. The Twins might go overlooked on a slate with some other really big options. And Stroh's been really good, but also susceptible at times. And that ballpark is very, very lively to a very, very lively offense. So keep in mind there as well. Then some cheaper options. For those that have listened to the show long enough, they know my feelings on Corey Seager. But also a $3,600 Corey Seager hitting in a decent spot in the Dodgers lineup against Kevin Gossman does stand out. Uh, 14-5-4 in his last three. He's not playing great. He's hitting 232 with two homers on the year. A 686 OPS. It's not great. But 3600 bucks with that kind of upside... For a Dodgers team, the 4.1 team total, lefty's 324, righty's 354, Corey Seager should at least be remembered as a nice punt. Like, there's there's punts, and then there's nice punts. Corey Seager actually is a nice punt tonight. Like, I'm not a Seager fan at all, but he, he, he fits the bill at least. Head of the outfield, you got Springer at 57. He's been on fire. He is pricier than hell because you got Bellinger at 57 right next to him. I'd personally rather have Bellinger. Both great plays because Jacob Junis can give up the long ball from time to time. Just getting better ground ball rates this year. But something to keep in mind. I mentioned Mustakis as GPP play. Christian Yellick at 56 may be one of my favorite GPP plays versus Max Scherzer. No one's going to fade Scherzer. Yellick could take anybody deep. He came back off the, you know, being back spasms, injured off and on. Went deep yesterday. This dude's a beast when he's on the field. He's a little banged up. It's a grain of salt type stuff. But GPP-wise, if he's in that lineup for Scherzer, Radar should be intrigued. You have Mookie Betts at 55, JD at 51. JD versus lefties in his career has been outstanding. Surprisingly, over the weekend when I went on my fan grass, baseball savant, another thing, deep dives. That's why the Twitter first was was busy for me. just because I have fun tweeting stuff out that I see. JD's really struggled versus lefties this year compared to normal. But as a whole, we know what JD does. He's been heating up. 5100 bucks versus means could be a discount when we look at look back at it. If you want to save $100, though, Marcelo Zuna continues to just crush baseballs. 19 more points yesterday. Uh, dude's got 11 Jimmy Jacks on the season with a 953 OPS. In a great spot there versus Vinny V. I like that quite a bit. Farther down you look, though, Dwight Smith Jr. may go overlooked big time on the slate. 4900 bucks. The dude is crushing it. Hit 298 with an 861 OPS. 14-6-13-16-10 in his last five. Ten or more in his last five. Four of his last five. The dude's been crushing it. Gets Smith for Boston out of the bullpen and then Boston's bullpen. So Dwight Smith Jr. at 49 could be a very interesting play. You got Trey Mancini at 49 as well. Uh, Nelson Cruz kind of heating up. 4900 bucks. Don't hate that at all. Especially if you're going twin stack. I, I prefer the left-handed side of the twins arsenal. But uh, Nelly Cruz could be a nice contrarian way to get that in as well. Uh, Victor Robles at 49 just continues to get it done for me. I'm a, I'm a Victor Robles. Just love this man. But uh, tonight might not be the night for him versus Chastain unless you want to get really, really weird. 
Like Michael Brantley at 49, I'd rather have than Victor Robles uh, against Jacob Junis. Really good spot there. Or give me, dun 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 Jock Jams. 4900 bucks versus Kevin Gossman in LA. Like that one quite a bit. GPP only with Jock. We know this. But it's a great look. You got Chris Bryan at 46. Talked about him already. Good look there. Tommy Pham at 45. Just continues to get it done game in and game out. Eddie Rosario is down to 4500 bucks for Stroman. I like that quite a bit. Uh, Max Kepler, 44. So both those guys, I already mentioned them earlier. Good plays there. Jose Martinez, we've talked about it time and time again. Much, much better versus right-handed pitching than left-handed pitching. He's hitting 355 on the earth, an 885 OPS. I looked at his StatCast pages, his X stats. He's crushing the baseball. He has a 355 average, and his X stats don't think he's far off. Like, he's legit this guy. And that is pretty crazy to think about. So Jose at 43, very nice, cheap option there. Versus Vinny V. Alex Verdugo, 4300 bucks Versus Kevin Gossman, very solid play there. Some nice savings as well. Sliding on down, mentioned Kiki Hernandez already at 42. If you're fading, Martin Perez. Randall Gritchick's a good GPP play at 41. Like, I don't care if you don't use Martin Perez. I just don't think I'm stacking against Martin Perez. I don't mind one-offs, GPP stuff there. And, you know, it's baseball. I could be totally wrong come this time tomorrow. But uh, that's where I'm looking there. Kevin Kiermaier at 4K, a cheaper option versus Merrill Kelly. Kyle Schwarber, 3900 bucks. X stats pointing in good favor for him. So hopefully he gets it going a little better. But 3900 for Schwarber versus Alcantara. So I'm going to keep an eye on. Same with Josh Reddick at 39 versus Jacob Junis. Don't mind that at all as well. Uh, Harrison Bader could be a cheap play at 38. Not the worst thing in the world. Teoscar Hernandez, GPP at 36. But not a ton else down here. Fran Milray has always in play. It is uh, DeGrom, though. So not the best, but he's worth a look. Let's recap your pitching on this slate before we get to the stacks and the BVP. 10K and above. I got Cole 1, DeGrom 2. I'm just passing on Scherzer. We'll see how that turns out. But Cole 1, DeGrom 2. In the 9K range, I got Snell 1, Hamels 2, Paddock 3. Watch the weather for Hamels in Chicago. In the middle, it's Marcus Stroman, but probably nobody. I'm probably paying up. And then I'm going down to either uh, Josh Smith at 4K or Martin Perez at $6,100 is where I'm kind of taking my talents tonight. All right, looking at the stacks, the Cubs versus Sandy Alcantara is outstanding, assuming that game plays. But yeah, Houston versus Jacob Junis, lefties 332, righties 328. Astros very, very live tonight. Uh, Boston versus John Means, lefties 462, righties 416. So the, the Bo Sox very much in play as well. Those will be the popular three probably. To start off with, uh, Baltimore's interesting versus Josh Smith. Talked about some of that already. Uh, Tampa Bay versus Merrill Kelly. It could be very intriguing as well. But if you want to kind of get a little more off the, just look at the top total grids. St. Louis versus Vinny V. Very attractive. Lefties 332, righties 271. But I like some of those righties like Ozuna, Martinez, DeYoung. I kind of like the right-handed side there against Vinny V. That's why it's kind of a GPP only thing. Vinny V usually dominates the righties. But if he's off, everyone can hit him. They'll walk, they'll hit him hard. So it's kind of one of those GPP type looks. Minnesota versus Stroman, especially the lefties. Lefties, 349, righties, 298. So Polanco, love Rosario and Kepler tonight. But if you want to sprinkle in uh, Adeli Cruz, it's fine. If you want one-offs like Jason Castro for that discount behind the dish, that works well. Uh, one that surprised me team total-wise, and it might just be because of the overall game total, but Dodgers at 4.1. They're middle of the pack to lower part of the pack tonight. Lefties, 324. Righties, 354 uh, against Kevin Gossman. I like that Dodgers game quite a bit there. Someone to definitely keep an eye on. So, de- like the Dodgers, the uh, the Twins, and the Cardinals are kind of be my kind of sneakier ones based just on team totals alone. And then you got the big boys up top. 
BVP on this nine-game Monday slate. J.D. Martinez is taking John Means deep, two for three, double and a homer. Uh, they're hitting 360 off of him, 433 well with 280 ice, so small sample size, but they've had a uh, great time seeing him so far this season in their one outing. Teoscar Hernandez, three for four with a homer off Martin Perez. Justin Smoke, eight for 24 doubles. That's a 400 batting average. Eddie Rosario is taking Stroman deep. Nelly Cruz, six for 11. That's not too shabby. Sliding down, sliding down. Christian Yellick. Oh, I didn't even look at this before I talked about how much I like Yellick tonight. 10 for 26. It's a 385 average versus Mad Max. One double, one triple, three home runs. Yellick, get it on, son. Travis Shaw's taking him deep. Uh, Moustakas is taking him deep as well, but they're not hitting as well against him overall average wise. But Christian Yellick, that could be interesting GPP time. Howie Kendrick talked about him already. He's four for nine with a double and a triple off Julius Chassin. Someone to keep in mind there as he's swinging a really, really good bat. Marcelo Zuna uh, has taken Vinny V deep. Not the best average, but he's taken him deep. Uh, Wilson Contreras. Uh, no, never mind. I read the wrong thing. Martin Prado. Wow. Gets Cole Hamels. Hitting 319. 23 for 72. Five doubles, two home runs. Very, very interesting there. Carlos Correa and Alex Bregman have taken Jacob Junis deep. Chris Owings, 5 for 12 with four doubles off Garrett Cole. Billy Hamilton, 7 for 23, two doubles. Take that with a grain of salt. Hunter Renfro and Will Myers taking the ground deep. Again, grain of salt type stuff. And that'll do it for your BVP. That will do it for today's edition of Quick Hits. Lots of good stuff on this nine-gamer. Good to be back with you all after a weekend off of action. Go check out thequantedge.com with the MLB Season Pass or a one-month all-sports or a five-day trial with promo code Bubba. Get you the discount you're looking for there. Also, if you get a rating review on iTunes, I'd much appreciate it. And go check out fantasysportsdgens.com. That's my baby site. That's what I love to do. That's where my boys are at with the Fantasy Degens Slack chat, which is free of charge to come join. And our boy Mike Tuck, he absolutely dropped a bomb in there. He's been working on a baseball spreadsheet that he's going to keep updated for DraftKings throughout the season. It's pretty damn awesome. He's working on a new sheet as well. This guy's putting in the time. He does the NASCAR podcast and other great work over there. So go check out his work. It's awesome. Come join the, the Slack chat and come check it out. Really good stuff there. Also, you got Francisco with his uh, UEFA Champions League picks out there. Dana's got her pitching primer for this week six action. And we got golf off tonight again. Max Homa taking down the Wells Fargo was awesome. But Jesse and I will be back with you tonight with the Always Pressing PGA DFS podcast. Uh, previewing the Byron Nelson. So lots of great stuff there. So good luck today on your nine-game slate. Hope everybody goes well. I'm on Twitter at BDentric. And this was MLB. DFS Quickets, your Monday, May 6th edition. I'm out.